0: I want to welcome you to today's podcast, and in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit, and I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand, your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com, check it in style. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of you to another interesting time. In God's presence, we're going to be inspired by the word of God. We're going to be uplifted. We're going to be blessed by his word. Father, we thank you for an opportunity like this for us to be gathered. We give you praise because every time your word comes to us, your word uplifts us. Your word strengthens us. Your word enlightens us. And most of all, your word blesses us. And we are grateful. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. you. You know, the times that we are in are very interesting times. Very, very interesting times. And it's important for us to observe what is going on. You know, Jesus said, men are so smart that they can look at the sky and predict the weather. And they're right. They can predict weather. Now we have what is called weather forecast. And they can tell you what the weather is going to be like for the next one week. They can predict the weather. And they'll be right. There are equipments like that with which they can tell you what the weather will be like. In fact, those in the aviation industry, they depend on weather forecast. And most times, they are right. Hallelujah. Now just the way people observe the stellar activities things that happen in the sky in the clouds that's how we should be able to read the times see what is happening the times that we're in and know what season we are in hallelujah now we have many christians many people generally the reason why they go to church the reason why they are going to church is because of what they want to receive from God. What they want to get from God. That's the reason why they are gone. Not many are going to church because they want to enhance their spiritual life. Like that's the main reason. Yet other things, you know, the Bible says, seek ye first, the kingdom. And those other things. Will be added God understands that there are other things he knows and he said it in his word but he said seek ye first the kingdom the kingdom of God but most people today they are seeking the other things instead of the kingdom and that's why when they go to church and they don't seem to get what they went there for they leave and so if they any spiritualist anyway or any person into witchcraft or whatever. Offers them that thing that you are looking for in church. They will call. Because their hearts are not for God. Hallelujah. Now the times that we are in are very critical times. Very, very critical times. And with the, this understanding, let me tell you. If today the end of your life comes... You will not be worrying about debt you are owing. Automatically, you're debt free. You will not be worrying about sickness. Automatically, you're completely healed. You will not be worrying about your rent. Automatically, you don't have any problems with accommodation anymore. If you are worrying about your documents and all those things, automatically, you don't have need for all those things. It's over. And the truth is that everybody will get to a state where we will leave this world. Either through death or through the rapture, but every one of us at some point, we will leave this world. Having that in mind, isn't it better? Isn't it better for us to prepare for eternity more than you know the preparations we're making for today? Look at those amassing billions and billions and billions and billions at some point. You could have all the money, but no pleasure. Imagine an 85-year-old man buying a Rolls Royce and driving on the street and he's shaking his head and playing hip-hop music. It doesn't make sense. He has the money, all right, but time has passed for that. It doesn't make sense. So even though he has the money, he can't really enjoy the money. But what is he going to do? He will go to the fast foods, KFC, or whatever to eat. No pleasure. Or you go to the finest restaurant to eat. At those points, they even lose taste, no pleasure for the things of this world anymore because they've seen it all. And that's why the Bible says, Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth, when you are younger. Let God be number one in your heart now. Let God be number one in your heart now. Instead of you to over prepare for. The future in this world, prepare for your future in heaven. Now, that is not to say that like you completely forget about this world. You don't do anything. You make no impact. That's not it. We have had people in time past who predicted and said Jesus was coming in a certain year. And, you know, people sold their lands, sold their houses. They quit their jobs. They cut off from everyone because Jesus was coming that day that year as they were told. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. And they were disappointed. They lost everything. Now, the Bible says the day and the hour no man knows. Yes, it's true that the seasons could be known. But the best way to live, and this is what I say all the time. Live your life like it's your last day on earth. But prepare for tomorrow. Prepare for tomorrow. Live like it's your last day, but prepare for tomorrow. So should the day come, you have to leave this world, you will look back without regrets. You will say, by the grace of God, I have been able to accomplish. I have done things. And you'll have no regrets. There are too many people who, you know, they, at the end of their life, they look back. So many regrets. If I had known, I would have given more time to this. If I had known, I would have done this. I would have helped this person. I would have done this. I would have done that. But it's too late. Because they didn't do it. It's too late. Many people are walking about selfishly. The most important person to themselves is their self. So it's just about them. It's just about their needs. They're not helping anyone. They're not blessing anyone. They're not changing anybody's life. It's just about them. And that could be a problem. Recently, I came across an article where some religious leaders, prominent religious leaders of the world, were calling for a fraternity of humanity. That's how they put it. They're not going to call it one-world religion. They're calling it a fraternity of religion where people from every faith, and I understand that they sign an agreement, was it 2019 or so, people from every faith come together and then, I mean, establish the things that are commonly accepted and believed and then they form a group from there. But that the Bible said that, that will happen. One world religion, like something we used to hear before, in time past, But we have seen it happen. Already there is an organization called Chrislam. It already exists. The unity of Christianity and Islam. So they have meetings. There already is such an association, an organization called Chrislam. Now the devil knows that for the Antichrist to come, because it's going to be one world government, and they're going to be doing this in the name of peace. They're going to be doing this to say that they are looking for peace because of the different conflicts of the world. And now there is a looming third world war looming around the corner. Countries are arming themselves in preparation. People are sitting up, putting their houses in order because there's a looming war that's about to take place. And people are just waiting for what will cause it. I mean, something to start it and the whole world people are ready to use their nuclear weapons they don't care and that is the plan of the enemy so in the name of bringing peace the one world religion will come one world government will come and then they will have a unitary monetary system one world currency so through these means the antichrist will come And he will be the head of that government. Now, if you studied your Bible, you will discover in the book of Genesis that some people came together at a time. And they said, let us build a tower that will ascend up to heaven. Let us build a tower that will ascend up to heaven. And we will bring ourselves together so we don't scatter abroad. And we will be together. Let's do that. they were going to do it that's where one world government first started now the the one who initiated the one world government was one of the descendants of noah hallelujah he was one of the descendants of noah who those in the occult have said that these were the days when people began to discover the occult that's where it started there are so many calls that they, they, they date back to ancient Egypt and the knowledge the information they have came from knowledge that they gathered from that time till now hallelujah and so this young man got the people together and said hey let's build a tower let's come together let's be one as one people let's be together but was that the plan of God the Bible says God told them to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, scatter everywhere that's what God wanted, but these people wanted to come together and that is what is going on right now they are trying to bring the world together for one world government so the moment they can do that, then they put one leader who will be in charge of all the nations then they've succeeded now when um united nations was formed years ago before it was a league of nations and then it became the united nations now there were people who thought whoa the one world government is here but the problem with united nations is that united nations is not able to bring justice now they can state the rules and all that but for example if Saudi Arabia just gets up and enters Yemen and begins to invade Yemen. United Nations in by itself cannot decide to punish Saudi Arabia. And besides that, United Nations itself is full of individuals from different countries having different interests. So they've seen that United Nations itself is not effective. And so they're coming up with one world government in which nations will lose their sovereignty. They will lose their sovereignty to the one world government. And then the Antichrist will show up. And eventually, he will cause everyone to worship him. And they will do everything possible to obliterate, to wipe out Christianity. And already, that is happening. I understand that. uh, I saw it on, on 700 Club News that a Finnish member of parliament quoted a scripture from romans chapter one where the bible talked about homosexuality being a sin she only quoted the scripture and posted it on on social media i think on twitter or something like that she didn't say anything she just put the scripture there and now she's in very serious trouble from the government they're investigating her and they call it hate speech and if she's found guilty According to their investigation, she might be made to pay a fine or might even face imprisonment for her Christian faith, for quoting scriptures. She didn't even say anything. She just put the thing there. Now, if you are a Bible student, you will remember that God said about Sodom and Gomorrah that their cup was full, especially because of this one sin, the sin of homosexuality. God said that their cup was full because of homosexuality. And now, if you notice, in recent years, there has been a push. There has been a push. Suddenly, same-sex marriage is legalized. In the U.S., it's been legalized. In many countries, it is legal. Legalized, recognized, even though deep, deep, deep down in their hearts, they know it's not right. But it is happening right now. And then the nations that have accepted it, they are putting pressure on nations that have not accepted it. Nations that have not legalized it, they are putting pressure on it. The media houses, many of those media houses are being headed, owned by those in the occult. They are furthering their agenda, pushing their agenda. Many people don't know, but many of the news media out there, they are a brainwashing organization. That's what they are. Their duty is to shape in the minds of people to think in a certain way. And that's why it's important to be careful of what you watch, be careful of what you let in. Jesus didn't say just what, he said watch and pray. So as you watch, know what to take in and know what to reject. Because we are fast gone. Right now, God God puts a man to be in charge of the United States. People don't like him. And uh, there are many things about him that don't seem to make sense. We can't even tell whether he's actually born again or not. And that doesn't really, really matter. Because the Bible talked about a certain king called Cyrus. He wasn't an Israelite. He wasn't a Jew. But God used him to liberate the Jews in his day so whether this president is born again or not is not even the issue but god is using him to fight and stand for christian values because a time will come very soon where preachers will be jailed for preaching against things like this for example homosexuality some of them they will go back to their archives to pick messages that they preached 30 years ago And they would jail them because of that. Why? It's not because they themselves, they know. There are many people who were into that lifestyle before and they've come out of it. And they would tell you how much they tried to come out. How much they didn't like like that lifestyle and that they wanted to come out. They would tell you how much. So deep down in the heart of man, man knows the truth. Deep, deep, deep down. So they know that these things are true, but the church has to be removed and they have to look for a way to remove the church. The devil doesn't have problem with uh, other religion. He doesn't have problem with them. He knows where they come from. He put them there. But the church is his number one problem. We are the ones that cast out demons. We are the ones that heal the sick by the power of the Holy Spirit. And most of all, we are the ones that bring people to the kingdom, save souls from hell. No other religion or group or association can promise you eternal life with proof. No other. No one, a religious leader died and came back to life with proof. No other. So they don't know. It was said that Buddha said, I am still seeking for the truth. I'm still searching. But Jesus didn't say, I'm searching. He said, I am the truth. I am the truth. Hallelujah. And not just with words. The Bible says God raised Jesus Christ from the dead to prove. Romans chapter 1 verse 4. Okay, let me read from verse 3. Let me read from verse 1 actually to make more sense. It says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, verse 4 says, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. By the resurrection from the dead. That was the main proof. The resurrection from the dead. No other religion can come out right and say, yes, this is our founder or whoever, our mediator, whatever they would call him. He died and came back to life, never to die again. No other religion can say that. Hallelujah. So the church is the problem of the devil. We are his problem. And so he's going to look for ways. And now he has found the main way which is through this gay right thing. That's the main way he has found it. And so that agenda is going to be pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And it will be a test of your Christian belief. Hallelujah. They will ask, they will invite men of God to interviews and ask them, do you believe that it's a sin for two people of the same sex to be married? based on their answer they will be judged based on their answer that's why the bible says let your yes be yes and your no be no hallelujah don't try to con. there are some people who say well i believe that um, um it, it's a sin but it's not the only sin there are other sins stop sugar coating it just say it as it is They're not going to like you anyway. The devil doesn't like you. The world is not going to like you. Jesus said, if the world hates you, don't be surprised. It hated me also. If you are seeking approval from the world, something is wrong with you. The world is not going to like you. They don't like you. Hallelujah. So just say it as it is. Now, the truth is that we are supposed to love all men. We are supposed to love all men. Now, we that are... The Bible says, ye that are spiritual, we that are spiritual, we understand that these things are not normal. It is a spirit. There is a normal way that God created man. And that is how it is supposed to be. But Satan puts sense of spirit, a demon, puts it into these people. And it changes that normal way that God has. I'm going to read from the book of Romans, still chapter 1. We go to verse 18. It says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. told you these people know the truth. It says they hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known, he says, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God had shown it unto them. You see that? They know the truth. He said, God has shown it unto them. There is a special way in which God relates truth to every human being that exists. They know. Verse 20 says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. The visible and invisible things, everything is clear. Everything is clear. The things that We see, through them we can see even the things that are not visible with um, the optical eyes. Man knows that there are spirit beings. Man knows. Man knows that there are angels. Man knows. Man knows that there is a devil. Man knows. He says, so nobody has an excuse. Verse 21 says, because that when they knew God, They glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. You see, their heart was darkened by who? The devil. He's the one that darkens the hearts of people. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. You know, the world is at a stage where they are like, man, this is the 21st century. We are the most civilized. So like we are wise, we are very wise. Just professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible men and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. They began to carve for themselves idols, idols that they worship. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affection, For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Did you see that? It says their women changed the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error which was made. Do you see that? He said man with man, woman with woman. And it's not even just that. There are different on God we hear of sex dolls today. All that is still part of it. They leave of the natural use of woman. but have pleasure in them that do it. Did you see that? So it's not only those that do it, those that have pleasure in them that do it also fall into this category. And that's why you must get to the point where you stand your ground. Let your yes be yes, and let your no be no. Ask yourself, what do I really believe? What do I believe? Because the enemy is pushing his agenda. Because before the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, that was what reigned. And all this will let you know the times we are in. We are in the very last of days. We are in the last days. We are so close. And that's why all these things are happening suddenly. There is a rush. Hallelujah. There is a rush. Right now, certain traditional ways of Media of or information outlet are becoming extinct. For example, the newspaper gradually is still there, but gradually is phasing out. Because with that device on your hand, with your mobile phone, you can access every newspaper. Get every information you want to get. You can read the news on the go. Why do you need to get a newspaper? Even television now. They are beginning to think of how they will change. Because the internet that is broadcast now, many people don't even watch TVs that much because they have their phones. They get every entertainment or information, whatever, from their mobile phones. So it's changing now. And now they're coming up with what they call artificial intelligence. It's already in existence, but it's going to be improved. We're going to see robotics. We're going to be seeing the use of robots. I was in a hotel in California. And then I think we needed something from the reception. And they sent a robot. It got into the elevator, came to the room, and rang the bell or something like that. I'm not exactly how they did it, but opening the door, it was a robot that brought it. And got the thing, the robot went back. And we're going to be seeing more of such things. We're going to be seeing... Cars without drivers, it's already in existence. But they're going to modify it because they say those things will reduce accidents. There will be things inside of cars, you know, sensors and all that, that will prevent accidents from happening. They will sense that there will be some kind of programming. So to prevent accidents from happening and all that. We're going to be seeing more of these kind of things. Technology increased. And technology is good. And it's bad. Praise the Lord. You know, the internet, the coming of the internet is good and it's bad. There's a good side of it and there is a bad side of it. And now it takes self-control for you to push yourself and get the best out of these things. For us we are using every means possible to spread the gospel, to teach people the word of God. To encourage people, to let people know that, listen, these are the times we're in. This is what is going on. So we're using every means available now that it is still available because I will not be surprised a time will come when some platforms, some social media platforms will come out and say, well, you cannot say so and so thing. You cannot say this is a sin. That's hate speech and will take you off. Praise the Lord. So, but while we have the time, we still do it. We still preach. We still share the gospel, telling people the truth. Now, if... You have gone astray if you you have veered off from the things of God. If that is your story, if that's what has happened to you, come back to Him. Come back to Him. Come back while you have time. Come back. Certain people who have gone in certain lifestyles and all that, come to God. If it's something that the urge is so strong in you, then Maybe you need deliverance or something. Of course. The first step towards your, your liberation is to accept that there is a problem. That's the first step. If you don't accept that there is a problem, then how can you know when the solution comes? You yeah. won't even know when the solution comes. The first step is to accept that like there's a problem with this thing I'm doing. This is not right. Deep down, see, as, that's the scripture I read from Romans chapter 1. The Bible says God showed them the truth. They know the truth deep down in their hearts. They know. But they are living in denial. And they will use every means possible to try to justify what they are doing. After all, I have the right to love whoever I want to love. And by love, they mean lust. Not love. Because the Bible says love is God. And if you love somebody outside the word of God, that ain't love if you love somebody out of the word of God that is not love. hallelujah so actually that's what that scripture said having burning desire lost women against the natural use same thing with men man with man something is wrong hallelujah but it just shows the times that we are in and seeing the way this agenda is being pushed pushed and pushed Governments are being forced to accept it, whether they like it or not. Now, I'm not. There are some countries where um, people with certain lifestyles are being punished. Maybe they are being killed or they are being brutalized and things like that. I don't think that is right. I don't think that is right. Nobody has a right to take another person's life. Nobody should do that. The first step is to agree that this is not right. That's the first step. Let it be unacceptable in society because man knows the truth. Man knows the truth. That's the first step. And then from there, we can now talk of how to rehabilitate these people. How to, you know, help them out of the predicament that they are in. Hallelujah. Praise God. But do we expect the world to do it? No. No, we don't expect the world to do it. Why? Why? Because the Bible is clear on that. The God of this world. The one who controls the systems of this world. Is actually the devil. He is the one. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said love not the world or the things that are in it. Why? Because the ruler of the governments of this world. The systems of this world. Actually is not God. is the devil. Now remember that in the book of Genesis. God said, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness and let him have dominion. So God gave the rulership of this world, the dominion, he gave it to Adam. But then when Adam yielded himself to the devil by eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he willfully gave his title over to the devil. Hallelujah, he gave it off to the devil. And that's why when the devil was tempting Jesus, he showed him the kingdoms of the world and the glories. And then he said, as it was given to me. And Jesus didn't say, shut up, you are lying. It wasn't given to you, it's not yours. Jesus didn't say that. He said, get thee hence, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God. Only. So that was a fact. It actually was given to him. The question is, who gave it to him? Was it God? No. It actually was Adam. The Bible says you are servants to whom you yield yourself. Adam yielded himself to Satan and he became Satan's servant. And by right, everything a servant owns belongs to the master. Because servant is master's property. So everything about him belongs to the master. That's exactly how it happened. That's how Satan became the God of this world system. Now, even though Jesus Christ has come and has died, Adam's lease has not expired. Now, there are many scientists that seem to suggest, oh, there are people that have lived for 40,000 years. There are groups that have been here for this thousand years, this thousand years. Indeed, there was a world before Adam, which I've explained before. There were pre-Adamic beings, people that existed. I mean, a world that existed before Adam. There was such a world. And there were creatures that were in those worlds. Some of them are extinct now. Even in today's world, we have animals that are going extinct. So it's not the first time. There are animals that are being wiped out of the existence. Hallelujah. It's happening even now. So there was a world like that. But from the time of Adam till now, it's about 6,000 years. Almost 7,000. And if you look at it, the Bible says a 1,000 years in God's sight is like a day. And if you read your Bible... The Bible says on the seventh day, God rested. So, Adam's lease is supposed to last for about 6,000 years. And after that, it's over. So, Adam's lease will soon expire. It will soon expire. So, on t- it's just like, maybe you paid a rent for a year in a house. But after you paid the rent, you moved out of the house and your cousin moved into the house. Now, As long as the lease hasn't expired, the landlord cannot come and take over the house because you have a one-year contract. So it's going to expire in December, after which the landlord will have to take over his house. So even though you have moved, you, you, you put your cousin in the position, your cousin has the legal right to stay there because you allowed him to stay there. That's exactly what is happening here. So the lease was for Adam. About 6,000 years. Six days in spiritual calculation. Hallelujah. So, but, so Satan took over and he had been running the system. And that's why there is sickness, there is disease and all kind of negative things. Because of the one who is in charge of the system. Now before now, all human beings were captives, were slaves of the system, were under the devil. He had rulership over them. But then Jesus Christ came and liberated mankind. He set man free. So anyone that receives Jesus, he becomes saved. And he is no longer of the world. Hallelujah. He said, you are of God, little children, and I've overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's the house. The one in the house who is taking charge of Adam's lease. But it's going to be over very soon. We are so close. Before, from the days of Adam, from creation to the times of Abraham, was 2,000 years. From the time of Abraham to the time of Jesus, another 2,000 years. From the time of Jesus to now is another 2,000 years. So 6,000 years. So that is, we are almost wrapping up. We are at the end they're almost wrapping up. At the end of the 6,000 years, once that wraps up, Adam's leaves will be over. So this tells you how close we are. That's why you see some things that didn't happen all through history. Things are happening so fast now. So fast now. Because of the times that we're in. Hallelujah. So it's important as children of God Remain steadfast. Remain unmovable. Don't shake from your faith. Hold on to your faith. And let me tell you something. Persecution is important. Persecution is important. As Christians we will go through tough times, sometimes, it's important. Because these things will prove your resolve. It will prove what you really believe. Can you go through hard times and still say, Jesus is Lord? That's the thing. If you go through persecution and then at those points you, you lose your faith. It means if you are held today at gunpoint to denounce Jesus, you will. And that is one way to help. So these things, persecution, trying times, are important. They are important because it will help you to test what you really believe. Do you really believe in Jesus? Will you renounce your faith because of certain things you go through? There was a man of God who was on his way to a certain program. And two of his children died in an accident. And this man still went for the program. And he preached his heart out during the program. His two children were lying dead. He called them for to come back to life. They didn't come back to life. But he preached. Many people got healed. Many miracles happened. But his own children were dead. And they never came back. He eventually buried his children. And he said, God told him, he said, because of what you went through and how you handled it, from now, you will not need to fast and pray. But I will answer you in signs and wonders and miracles because of how you handled this situation. And that is it. God will allow some difficult things to happen sometimes to test what you really believe So when you are going through that, know that it is a trial of your faith. It is a trying of your faith. Don't doubt God. Don't stop going to church because of what you are going through. Hallelujah. Because these are the days. Remember, the Bible says there will be the falling away of many. Many will fall away from the faith. Many will leave the faith. The question is, are you going to be among them? That's a question that you must ask yourself and answer. Are you going to be among those that will fall away from the faith? Praise God. Hallelujah. The prayer for you today is that you will stand strong in faith. No matter what you see, what you hear. And that you will be preserved for the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's when those that have served him faithfully counted in. You will be among the number in the name of Jesus. Pray that your faith will not fail you. That you will be strong as it is written. Those that know their God will be strong and they will do exploits. May that be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God bless every one of you. May God continue to keep you. I'm going to be with you again. Until then, keep living in an atmosphere of the word, the worship, and the prayer, and miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check it Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.